page 32, we have Beisaisa brings the Maria Buhav. The question is, we learned that you're allowed to hire a guy Bekablonis. If you make a set price for the job, it's mutter to hire a guy. The question is, if you hire a guy to run a Merchatz, you pay him a set amount to run a Merchatz, is a mutter for the guy to do the Melacha on Shabbos. So to be Yosef, in the name of the Maria Buhav, that is also for the guy to do the Melacha on Shabbos, because if he doesn't do it on Shabbos, the Yid loses out. So therefore, his doing it on Shabbos is considered working for the Yid. So to be Yosef, Avodas Maria, Hagoyin Maria Buhav, Sheiyav Shalaymakeng, you cannot say that it's mutter to have a guy use the run the merchatz for you. Mishum da'afilu divrei amatirin b'soicher goy b'davri yedu alasus melachas karkois. Even those that hold, you're allowed to hire a guy as a kavlan to work on a field. Hanimila b'sada. That's only on a field. That a field does not have to be worked every day. If you work a field six days, you get the same crops. So he could work whichever days he wants, and he will not lose out if he doesn't work on Shabbos. However, Abu Bemerchat Seitano, Sheimle also Melacha Beshabbos Hipsid Israel, buy a bathhouse or renting an oven, people would come bake in the oven and pay for pay. Such a thing, if the guy runs it, if he doesn't work on Shabbos, the Yid loses out. Hipsid Israel, Rebach Oise Ayyim, the Yid loses out the prophets of that day. Nimsi Israel, Nana, the Melacha Shabbos, Vasa Difor, it's considered that the Yid is benefiting. From the Malacha of Shabbos, it's as if he directly has the guy working for him, and that is Osir. The Bach, on the bottom of the left side, the Bach argues, and he says, if you hire him for a set amount to run the Merchutz, and he goes ahead and does it on Shabbos, that is not the Yid's problem, and he argues on the Maria Buav, and the Bach holds that it's Mutter. The Bach brings a raya from the Rishonim say that a tanner is muta barisus. It's muta to give over a tanner to a guy as an aris when the guy makes a set, a percentage of the profit. The Maria Boab is talking about the guy is making a set amount to run it for the whole month or the whole week. The Bach brings a proof from the case of aris, which is also tied to the nafshe, that if the guy makes a percentage, we consider it muta by a tanner. So it would be the same thing. If you're paying the guy by the month, Katsas is also a daibid in When you pay him a set amount, we say he's doing it for himself. So it should be the same thing that if you pay him for the month, he's allowed to do it on Shabbos. It's called he's doing his own work. The Mishabura on page 33, the Mishabura Paskins like the Beis Yosef in the name of Maria Boab, not like the Bach. And he says, Vida, you should know, the Bemerchitz Kiagavna, such a case. By a bathhouse, the Hainusha Soicher in Yehudi Lavid Boy Kolashana, you hire a guy to work there the whole year and he has a salary for working the whole year. And the Yid gets all the profits of Shabbos and of during the week, but the guy gets a set salary for the whole year. Medina Osir, it's awesome and I didn't to have the guy working on Shabbos. Same thing if you have a mill that grinds wheat. People come and pay to grind the wheat. To have a guy running it, if you pay him a salary for the year, he's not allowed to work on Shabbos. The Hodesh Arina Medchila Medina. That we say it's mutter. I know dafka besodavikatayim. 
It's only by a field or in a similar case, there's a set amount of work. Not the more work you do, the more you get paid. There's a set amount of work this year that has to be done. He could complete that work on a different time that's not Shabbos. The Jew therefore does not gain by the fact that the guy is doing on Shabbos. If he doesn't do the work on Shabbos, he'll do it a different way. He's salaried for the year and he has to get a certain amount of work done. The field has to produce. And that takes a certain amount of work. But the work does not have to be done on Shabbos and therefore it's considered that the year is not benefiting from Shabbos. In our case, however, the more you work, the more you make. So even though he's salaried for the year, he's not going to get paid more if you work on Shabbos. But it's considered that his work is being done for the year. Even if everyone knows that you hired this guy for the year and you didn't tell him to work on Shabbos. And it's out of the Tchum so no Yid will see it running on Shabbos. It's still awesome to do it. Here he does bring a heter. The heter is that he's as a partnership. He's like an oris in the Shabbos work. Then you say he's working for himself. We said before the Bach asks on the Maria Boach from oris. Meshavur is answering that question and saying that if Ba'emes, the guy is an oris and he's getting a part of the value that comes in, part of the profits that comes in on Shabbos, then it's mutter to have the Goy, work on Shabbos. It'll be mutter by the mill or even a merchutz where everybody knows that that is the agreement. Surely it's mutter if you sell it to the guy for each Arab Shabbos that the guy actually owns a Shabbos and he gets the profits, and the Yid only gets a set amount for each Shabbos, that surely would be mutter. So we come out from the Meshavura, that if a Yid hires a guy to run a business for the whole year, and he's salaried to run the business, is, is he allowed to have the guy work for him on Shabbos? So it depends. If the business is such that a certain amount of work has to be gotten done the whole year, the guy has to do a certain amount of work, and he doesn't have to work on Shabbos to get that work done. So then, it's mutter for the guy to work on Shabbos. Because the year is not gaining anything. That work will get done. He's paying him the same amount of money. The work will get done either way. No more money is being made from the guy working on Shabbos. It's mutter for the guy to work on Shabbos. If, however... The business is such that the more you work, the more money is brought in, then it's usher for the guy to work on Shabbos. Even in the case there's no marisayin and nobody knows this business belongs to a guy. A marshal, a retail store. You, a yid buys a store and has a guy managing it. Nobody knows that it belongs to the yid. He's a silent owner. He's under an LLC. Nobody knows about it. But the guy that's managing it makes extra money if he works on Shabbos. If he opens it on Shabbos, the profits of Shabbos come in. If he doesn't, the profits of Shabbos do not come in. 
According to the Maria Boab, the way the Mishaburi Paskins is that it's also to have that guy open the store on Shabbos because the Yid will benefit from it. Unless he makes up that the profits of Shabbos will be split between the Yid and the guy, then he's considered an Oris and it will be mutter to have the store open by the guy. Of course, only in a case where it's clear and everybody knows that the store is being run by a guy. We have this exact case of a store in the Chuvas Noy de Yehuda, Madura Tinyana, Sheilich of on page 34. Noy de was asked by two partners that owned a business. The business was on the Rechoiv Hanochrim, on a street. It used to be that he didn't live on one street. This was on a street that was only Goyim, so nobody was familiar with the fact that it's a Jewish store. And they hired a guy to run this store and he would be the salesperson. The Nebuchadnezzar says, I'm writing this letter right away. It's actually written a week before Rosh Hashanah because what you're doing is wrong. And it's usher to have a guy run your store and keep it open on Shabbos. However, the Neidibida says there's a simple hatter. The hatter would be if every thousand you sell, every thousand dollars that is brought into the store, you give the guy one dollar, or every certain amount of items that are sold, you give the guy a certain percentage in addition to his salary, that would be mutter because then he's already doing it a dieted than Afshay. Something he's getting for it, so the more sales he gets. The more sales that he affects, the more money he'll make. So that's called already a Daita Dinafshay, and that would be the heter to have your store open on Shabbos. Some cipher, we have on page 35 in Shubin and Tass, some cipher is not so happy with the heter of the Nodibhuda exactly the way it's described. And he says that The heter that the Goyesha worker will take from each batch or from each vat one small uh, container There's two problems with doing that. The way an artist works as a sharecropper is he gets a third or a quarter. Which is normal for a person. An artist will actually work for a third or a quarter of the produce. It's something which is worth working all year for a third of a, of a field. A third of the produce of a field. Or a quarter of the produce of a field. You don't own the field. Someone else owns it. You're just doing the work. So... It's worth it to do the work for a third of a quarter of a field. However, over here, to get one small amount out of a thousand, or one little amount out of a huge amount of sales, you're not working for that. You're working really for your salary. So it's just a haroma, but just making a trick by saying, I'm going to give you a smaller percentage. You're not really working for the percentage, but rather you're working for your salary. You're working because the Yid told you to work, asked you to work, and is paying you to work. So that's not considered a aorist, 
and would be Aser like a Schiryon. You should say that if you heat it up, you could use it yourself. And then you have Gufa Paris. You could actually use the Merchats. It's harama because you tell someone if you heat up the merchas, besides for your salary, you could use the merchas for free, you and you and your family. So why do Rishonim say that in merchas you could only give money? There's no way to get the gufa pairs. There is a way to get. You could get a small amount the gufa pairs. The Torah says that avada, that small amount is not something a person does it for. It's just harama, and we don't really consider it's being done for that. Rather, it's clear it's being done for a salary and it's also. So therefore, if you want to use the heter of a recess, according to the Chassam Seifer, you have to give an amount that a person possibly could actually do the work for that amount. But if he's getting a salary, and in addition to the salary, he's getting a small, minute gain dependent on how much he sells, that would be awesome. The second time the Chassam Seifer has that in his case, the guy wasn't getting an actual percentage, he was just getting a small amount, a random amount, Every once in a while, he could take a small amount. That does not have the Hatar Rises. The Rises has to be that per sale, for everything he does, he gets a percentage, and then you would be able to use the Hatar of Rises according to the Sam Cipher. But if every once in a while, he just gets a very small amount, then the extras are being done um, are clearly for the guy, especially... In a case where the the way some Sam is talking about, he's making a batch of of beer, and he could keep a small amount for himself, which he could have made for himself without making for the id. He can make for himself. The fact that he's adding on for the id does not have any purpose for him. It has to be that the more he does, the more he gets from the actual malacha that's done for the id.